back to another episode of Often Christ Podcast Show, where we inspire the masses to become financially free while building God's kingdom. On the podcast today, we have Mr. Matthew Logway. Mr. Matthew is a current basketball player at Lycoming College. Also, outside of being a basketball player, he's a Christian TikToker. And this podcast interview, we're going to discuss how he has leveraged his platform to spread the gospel. So thank you for being here, Mr. Matthew Logway. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Doing great. Uh, you know, I'm in school. Semester is uh, winding down. You know, just got done finals today. So I'm doing great. That's great. That's great. That's great. So when did you start playing basketball? Oh, yeah. I started playing basketball at the age of, I'd say, around like age of five. Um, it started out, you know, my mom just you know, introducing me to the game, putting the ball in my hands. And, you know, from there I played with, uh, I played at local YMCA leagues. Um, and then since then, I've, you know, always stuck with it. That's what I said. So what, uh, what are some people, who are some people that has inspired you to play? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, first of all, I'd say my mom, uh, you know, she used to play uh, and, you know, she's the one who kind of introduced me to the game. And then from there, I, I got to give it to, you know, um, people who, or NBA players that I used to look up to growing up, like guys like uh, Allen Iverson, LeBron, Jordan, Steph Curry, um, um, people like people like that. You know what I'm saying? Just as a young kid, uh, I used to look up to, you know, people like that and wanting to, you know, be where they were. So okay. and where did where did your mom play at? Uh she used to play at high school. Oh, <laughs> she just okay. yeah. Not a problem. So when did you realize that you can use your platform as a basketball player, content creator to glorify God? Yeah, I didn't know at first. So at first I started creating content probably like last year, January. Um, and at first I was just doing basketball videos. Um, and, you know, I've always kind of been, a, I've always been a Christian, you know, I've always uh, loved the Lord. Um, and just, I don't know, like, I think one day, or I just started seeing, you know, Christian TikTokers and I, I was new to the platform. I didn't really know it was a Christian side of TikTok. And uh, it was kind of just one day where I decided and like, um, I'm going to, mixed basketball and uh you know jesus and yeah i did it and it really paid off i mean i think the first video that i actually incorporated basketball and jesus it got a million views um so yeah and i think god has called me to you know create content to glorify his name so yeah no, that's uh, that, uh, that great. That is great. And I want to add, you know, just being an athlete myself, you know, I ran track while I was in high school, high school and college. Um, you know, what are some things that you do to remain grounded in your faith as an athlete? Yeah, as an athlete. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing I do is always just, you know, give glory to God no matter what, you know, during the highs or lows. Um you know, especially the lows, because, uh, you know, growing up, you know, before I uh, knew, like, 
who I was as a person, as a Christian, I would let, uh, you know, failures and stuff really bring me down to the point where it's like I had no just outlet. And, you know, as I grew, got older, I knew that, like, you know, in bad moments and I realized in bad moments and failures that, yeah, I play basketball, but that's not my identity. My identity is in Christ. And since I realized that, that, like, I feel like I can never lose because I know God is always, always has my best interest and um, I'm always going to win as long as I'm following him. So it kind of gives me peace. And that's kind of like how I stay grounded as an athlete. Yeah, I play basketball. Yeah, I train hours and hours. But no matter what happens, you know, I can try to give glory to God and always just stay grounded in him. No, that's well said. I definitely wanted to, like, you know, talk about the identity part, you know. Um, being as an athlete myself, you know, I, I know how easy it is to just get caught up and just trying to win games, trying to win, you know, championships. Uh, so how do you make sure that you don't get so caught up in the day-to-day of being an athlete? Um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's hard. Uh, I just say, um, right, it, it comes comes down to, you know, knowing your identity and it might it might take little things like uh, saying scriptures before a match or something like that, just so it can just so you can always put God first. I know a verse in the Bible, I can't remember which one it says, but it says delight in the Lord, uh, delight in the Lord. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. And I really love that verse because, you know, it's true. Um, you know, if we seek God first, you know, get in his word, pray, stuff like that first, then we can worry about all the other stuff and what we want, which is championships, awards and stuff. It'll be added unto us because we put God first. So, yeah, that's what how I would say you do that. That's well said. That's well said. And what would you say has been the most challenging part uh, of being a Christian athlete? Um, and a TikTok, what would you say has been the most challenging part? Um, pr- probably just um, continue. Like, it sounds good. Like, I can say it now, but it's living it. You know what I'm saying? So actually probably living it, you know, because none of us are, like, perfect. And we all sometimes just get off track. So I feel like the hardest part would be just living that life, like living life, living, living a life for God. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it does get challenging. We mess up, we struggle, but uh, I'd say that's the probably the hardest part. Uh, that's, that's, that's well said. And I know you're in the path, you know, on your journey to become professional. Um, uh, so, you know, how has your faith, you know, in this journey of, Trying to become professional has helped you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean, right now I'm graduating this year and uh, a lot of things are kind of like uncertain for me. I'm trying to just keep my options open. And during this time, like I've been just trying to, you know, stay, stay patient. You know, I think God's teaching me patience and uh, he's teaching me faith. Like all I can do right now is just, I have faith in God and I've seen him work multiple times in my life and made ways out of no way. And I kind of just am leaning on that, you know, also put in the work in, cause you know, without faith, without, 
faith versus dead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, putting the work in, having faith that God will come through when it's time. You know, it might not be when I want it to happen, but I know if I continue to, you know, keep God first and seek him, like it's going to happen. And whatever happens, if it's pro, if it's doing something else, then I know I'll be good. So. Now that's well said. That 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 is well said. And I want to talk about something because it seems like you have this mindset that no matter what happens, you just do that, God, you know, and you said it earlier, you know, it's a win-win situation when you guys on your side, no matter the downs and forth. So how do you continue to have that mindset? You know, what's the things you do to practice that behavior or that discipline? Oh, can you repeat the question again, sir? So my question is that, you know, you have this mindset of, you know, no matter what happens, you, you know, guys on your side, you know, it's a win-win, you know, no matter if you're up, you're down. So I'm asking, you know, how do you continue to practice that mindset on a daily basis? Yeah, like I said earlier, it's kind of like a, it's a, uh, it's a battle. I mean, like, because, you know, we all get doubts like, oh, man, like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I really on the right path? I mean, it's still a battle, but, you know, things that I do is kind of like, you know, and I have people in my corner, such as my mom, and I have friends that are always supporting and pushing me. And that's key to have too. Um, people that you can just talk to. Um, but I kind of just, you know, stay in prayer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know in the Bible somewhere it says like, you know, cast all your cares on God for he cares for you. Like, I mean, when you do that, like you're really saying to God, like, hey, God, I don't know where you're taking me, but I trust you. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of that kind of just that mentality keeps me going. And, you know, I, I kind of get reminded of, you know, people in the Bible who didn't see the finish line, but they stayed patient. They kept, you know, they kept going. And at the end of the day, like they received a breakthrough or something happened. So, I mean, I kind of just get my motivation for, from those kind of things. Now that's what I said. And I want to ask you something. Um, you know, being an athlete, I know you probably go through a lot of pressure from other people, um, you know, whether it's athletes on your team or people you compete with that are not necessarily Christian. Uh, I want to ask, how do you manage that? And, you know, how would you recommend, you know, someone who's younger than you or in the same position and you can manage those kind of pressure? Yeah, pressure. Yeah, pressure is real. Uh, I've definitely felt it before. Um, I kind of just, like, I do a pressure by just stepping back and really analyzing like what it is, like just really realizing that it's not that big of a deal. I mean, not, not that it's not that big of a deal, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's basketball and it's, you know, there's way more things that, you know, is more magnified, but, um, I just try not to put that much pressure on myself. I used to, but I kind of like, um, I kind of just, hold on, how can I say this? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Cause I deal with, I, I deal with pressure. I deal with that, you know? And what I do is kind of just keep moving forward, man. Like 
we're going to feel pressures in life, but like, um, you know, we can, we have two choices, you know, it's either we're going to let the pressure consume us or we're going to go in full force and say, okay, yeah, like, you know, you see the, you see the obstacle ahead of you. It's either you're going to fold or you're going to continue to go. And having Christ, that also gives you the motivation and the, the confidence to go into that pressure situation and be ready to go, you know? So, so I don't see now, now that I know that like pressure is not pressure to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, that with God, it's not, there's no pressure, you know? I hope that, I hope I answered that right. <laughs> that, that, that definitely makes sense. That definitely, that definitely makes sense. Um, and I want to ask you, that is my next question. You know, what is your day-to-day like, you know, as an athlete? Um, yeah, what is your day-to-day like? Yeah, um, yeah. So during the season, you know, I'm usually getting in like two to three workouts a day. Like I'll go in, um, shoot in the morning, get up at least like four, three, three, four hundred makes before classes. Now I'll go to class um, and then I'll um, go to class. And then I'll have probably practice after class later in the day or we'll have lifts that day. So. I'm lifting and then we're going to practice and then, yeah, man. And I have to do schoolwork, uh, create videos, get my videos out there for the day. So it's a full time job. And in an off season, I'm trying to get workouts in like, you know, many times a week, a couple of times a day, uh, just, just trying to stay ready. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to stay ready. Uh, um, but yeah, that's kind of, in short, what a day and what a day looks like for me, training wise. That's what I said. And how do you go about managing a different time? You know, you say it's a busy day. So how do you go about like managing and prioritizing different things? Yeah, I mean, at first it was hard, you know, because like, man, we get lazy sometimes. We don't feel like getting up in the morning. But uh, we, I just set a schedule, you know, just set a schedule. Uh, you know, in the morning, I'll say, hey, I wake up at, 6.30, and then I work out until I'm done. And then it's just about setting the schedule and just being disciplined to it. And it's really about how bad you want it. And that's how what I had to realize. I had to realize, like, man, if I really want this, I got to put in the work. And I have to have the schedule. And I have to do things that other people aren't willing to do. And you know what I'm saying? So I that's kind of just what kept me going. And I always thought about, man, there's someone in – across the country that I don't even know who's working right now. And I can't, I can't get behind. So that's kind of what keeps me uh, disciplined too. That's what I said. And I want to ask this, you know, for the athletes who will listen to this podcast, um, to even myself, sometimes athletes get so caught up in working and building that we forget to rest. Um, so how do you go about, you know, making sure you get enough rest to perform, make videos and all these different things that you do? Yeah, rest is definitely important. Um, I kind of, like, on Sundays, it's really, like, my lighter days. Like, I kind of just chill on Sundays. Um, But, yeah, rest is important. And um, realizing it is hard, especially if you're trying to really motivate it. You don't want to sit down. But um, rest is a part of 
the grind. Like, I mean, even on a rest day, you can do little things. Like, I don't know about in track, but I know about in basketball, like on a rest day, I can sit down and watch some film, sit down and watch an NBA game. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. You can always be getting better daily without putting your body through, you know, through a, a harder workout, you know what I'm saying? So it's always, you can get better every single day. Um, and it doesn't have to have a toll on your body. So. That's what I said. And I want to ask this other question. What would you say, you know, separate, you know, the athletes that, you know, do go, do well, you know, they do go pro to those, you know, that just don't like, you know, what would you say is the main thing that separate people from your experience and yeah. journey so far? Yeah. From what I've seen, like, it's about who wants it more, uh, kind of like you can tell, you know, when you walk in a gym, like who's serious and who's not, who's putting in extra work and who's not. And also like, you know, the difference is like some people do have the talent, but a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there or do the necessary work. Like, you know, if, if you're, you know, college athlete, like, and you have, have the ability to go pro, like you have to start reaching out to people, agents, teams and stuff like that. And, you know, that's a, that's not even on the court. Like that's just a, that's just a type of discipline you have to have off the court to, you know, do the little things like that to, to uh, get yourself an opportunity. So I would just say whoever wants it more, you know, put themselves out there, put in the work. Um, that's kind of what I've seen the difference between a pro and a uh, and just someone who just you know doesn't have it, I guess. That's what I'll say. And if you can encourage an eighteen-year-old Christian basketball player who has a dream of going pro, you know, what would you tell them? Yeah, I would say um, for one, put in the work. Um, and everyone says it, but it's really true. Like without proper preparation, you cannot. Uh, excel in in your sport and also would say like you know put god first seek god first you know because we can do all the training in the world and it's still not happening you know but i feel like if we put god first and we come to him and be like hey god i want this you know and he, i feel like he would give it to you and if not like i said earlier you'll be good either way but um yeah, like seek God first, man. Um, don't try not to get distracted because there is a lot of distractions out here, especially nowadays. But stay focused. Don't try not to be distracted. Um, if someone says, like, I know this has happened to me, like a lot of people have said I couldn't do it. I couldn't be something. But, you know, I would not listen to the opinions of people, but listen to the pain of God and people who actually care about you and love you. Um, and yeah, those are kind of like two things that I would say for a Christian athlete. And, you know, from there, you know, just continue to stay consistent, continue to train for years and years, you know, 18 years old is still young. So there's years that you have to learn and grow. Um, but eventually, if you continue to stay consistent with God and your grind, like the sky's the limit, I feel like so. That's well said. That is well said. You know, as a Christian content creator and influencer, uh, I want to ask, you know, what are some ways 
um, you have monetized your influence. Yeah. Um, so currently I have a, I have my uh, clothing line out. Um, it's called Ice Fam. Um, I just started that in January. Uh, so yeah, I have merch out. Um, I make money off of my videos on Instagram. I'm working on making money off of YouTube. I'm already making money off of TikTok and I've done uh, brand partnerships so far. And in the future, I'm looking to do more things such as like training apps, you know, podcasts, things of that nature. Once I, you know, graduate and stuff like that, but uh, more things is on the way. Um, but yeah, so far, that's kind of how I've monetized. That's well said. And I'm so actually, you know, you were saying you're graduating your last, it's your last semester of college. You know, what does the future look like for you? You know, what are some of the goals you have? What can people expect from you going forward? Yeah, I, I have a bunch of goals. I mean, I kind of like just try to take it day by day, um, you know, just trying to get 1% better every day in all aspects of life you know, athletically, spiritually, mentally, you know, just trying to just, you know, just get better every day. And um, what does the future look like? Like I said, I have one more year of college eligibility, so I could, uh, I'm looking to transfer out or maybe even stay, but transfer out and see if I can play somewhere else for a year. Uh, Cause I do have that extra year of eligibility and I can, you know, do grad school um, or, you know, try to uh, see a career overseas. And that's another option. Um, still working on that. Um, trying to just get my name out there. And another option is just going to full-time content creation. Uh, but uh, yeah, those are kind of like three options that I'm looking at currently. Um, but you know, we, we'll see. Only time will tell. You know, maybe a month from now, some another opportunity or something else might pop up. So we'll see, man. But I'm excited. That's, that's well said. Um, I want to ask you before you get off this podcast, um, you know, what's your thoughts on the current, I guess, environment for college athletes? You know, like what, what's your thoughts on the current environment? You know, you can just answer that question. Yeah, like in terms of, just college life. These college licenses, like the opportunities that's presented um, as for college athletes, you know, do you think is, you know, that's going to still improve, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, being a college athlete, not everyone can do it. Not or not everyone does it. You know, it's only a small percentage of people who play D1, D2 and D3. So, uh, you know, at, at this moment of time, you know, athletes can get paid now off of their name, image, and likeness and off of their social media. So um, I think it's an amazing time to be a college athlete, you know, rep your school, you know, uh, play for your family, friends, and stuff back home. Um, so I'd say, like, to any college athlete out there, take advantage of the four years you have, build connections, um, you know, train hard, play hard. And just enjoy it and take advantage of the platform you have because, you know, the, you can really, no matter if you're D1, D2, D3, you can really have an impact on people in your community and people even outside your community. So, yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I was like. I wanted to ask a question, you know, um, 
you being a college athlete right now and you're able to monetize, is there any type of rules you have to like abide by? You know, you're still an active college player, you know, because school does monetize off your, you know, of your team playing. So how to like, where's the balance where you don't cross or the boundary you don't cross if there is? Yeah, yeah, there is some boundaries of with the new, you know, everything is new with college athletes getting paid now. Um, so how do I make sure I don't cross it? I just kind of like stay in touch with my athletic director. And if there's something that I'm unsure about or if there's any like new deals that come up or anything, just send it through. And I'm pretty sure this is with any athlete at any school. It just, you know, you send it through to uh, the athletic director, they approve it and you're good to go. So you don't run into any laws or any of that stuff because that stuff is all crazy and stuff like that. <laughs> That's well said. You know, I definitely want to thank you again, you know, Matthew, for your time. You know, for those who are listening, I hope you guys do take some notes, you know, pray, you know, keep God focused, you know, and just go after, you know, prepare for the opportunity. Uh, if you guys don't know, I have a free study guide which can show you how you can get started in the stock market completely for free. And you can get my website, wealthandchristbrand.com. And stay tuned for next week's episode. And thank you again, Mr. Matthew. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.